0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Athletes Lounge, and today I have another special guest with me, I have Callie, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people.
1: My name is Callie Grayson, I'm a javelin thrower at Liberty Track and Field, and I'm just really excited to be here.
0: Cool, cool, yeah, so I just wanted to get Callie on here, um, she put, throws javelin, which I, me personally, I've never really seen before, so it's different, so I'm excited to just hear a little bit about that, um, but I do have a set of questions before we get into like the deep set of questions, it's okay. kind of like a this or that question, just to get to know you just a little bit more so it's a little rapid fire question so whatever just comes to your mind all right mm-hmm. all right so what's your favorite food to eat
1: mm, i'm gonna go steak
0: okay that's the second person that said steak so okay and then i mean you lift like you're you got jack key. Uh-huh. so like what's your favorite lift
1: Ooh, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go bench press even though that's basic
0: but what, what's your max
1: 200 pounds
0: oh my gosh <laughs> that's so heavy right and the last question is if you didn't throw javelin what sport? What other sport would you play?
1: Oh, uh, definitely football, flag, or like
0: tackle. tackle. Oh yeah, you do. You <laughs> could definitely could run over a lineman for sure. But yeah, so just getting straight into it. So like the first question is, we'll just go back. Let's start from the childhood, right? Just like how was your life as a child, and like how did you first start getting into javelin, and like what that look like for you?
1: Yeah, so growing up, I was always an athlete. I started with soccer. I want to say soccer, basketball. Um, and then track just here and there, like whenever there wasn't another sport going on, it's kind of like the backup. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was through elementary and middle school. Um, and then in high school, I didn't come back to track until my sophomore year. So freshman year I was just doing field hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sophomore year I came back because I noticed that in high school you can do pole vault and javelin. Like that wasn't available to us in middle school. Okay. And I saw that, and I was like, yeah, that looks cool. That looks really cool. I'll right,
0: try right, that. right, Yeah, yeah, Okay, dope. So, like, just going off of that, just so you, you took a break in middle school, right? And then right. you came back to it in high school. Okay, so, like, I guess moving into high school, because I'm, I'm not familiar with the recruiting process when it comes to track and field. So, like, how did that look like for you? And, like, how does the recruiting process look like just for, like, javelin players? And, like, how did you get to Liberty?
1: Right. Um, so I, I had mentioned field hockey before, right? Uh-huh um that was kind of my main sport in the sport i was looking to play Mm -hmm. so i actually reached out first to liberty uh, liberty field hockey Mm -hmm. and they didn't get back to me and i was like oh shoot so i reached out to track and field as like the backup and of course they got back to me Mm -hmm. uh, even though my marks weren't all that great but they needed more uh, women javelin throwers so reached back out took an official visit liked what i saw and honestly like kind of what brought me to liberty was the fact that it was d1 yeah and like my pride said like i gotta be d1 and it was cool it's cool because what i had thought back then like let me do this to bring myself glory god has used and, and turned mm-hmm. to bring me to a place of like humility and repentance from that so yeah that's cool
0: dang i didn't even know so field hockey you want to play field hockey here oh, yeah. like legitimately bad wow that's mm-hmm. that's different right so mm-hmm. you get here right you as a freshman like you play you're throwing traveling and stuff like that so like just talk about, like, how the culture was when you got here, like, within, like, the track and field team, like, I guess specifically within the Javelin or just the throws. Like, how was that for you? And just, like, how did that look like?
1: I will shout out Liberty Track and Field, especially the coaches and just, like, the leadership in general mm-hmm. as being a very, like, Christ-centered team. Mm-hmm. Um they care more about your relationship with the Lord, more about your salvation, than how you perform. Like we're gonna perform well, like we're gonna work hard, mm-hmm. um, but like that's only the vehicle for the gospel. That's not that's not the gospel, right? That's not what's gonna save you. Right. Um, so that's kind of like what the foundation of Liberty Track and Field is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within that, we seek to be unified, um, especially this year. Like we've gone on a team retreat, in which like we have people from all different places. Like we have international, we have people from like local Lynchburg. Mm -hmm. We have people from all different socioeconomic backgrounds and um, even like physical builds. Like you see a thrower and you see a distance runner, like, and they're part of the same team. And I think that's pretty beautiful too. But like, we definitely seek to be unified and one in Christ.
0: Okay. dope. I love that. I I think that's like the running theme within like some of the teams here, just like sticking together and just like trying to glorify God just through all the performances and stuff like that. Right. Mm So, like, obviously, like, you're an athlete and, like, you have performances and, like, track meets and, like, stuff like that. So, like, my question to you is just, like, like, how do you deal with, like, a bad performance or, like, a bad, you know, a throw? Like, if you didn't have your best meet, like, mentally, like, how do you go through that and just kind of tell yourself, like, okay, on to the next one. Like, how does that look for you?
1: I love this question because I think, like, out of most people, even on the team, Mm -hmm. I've had my fair share of bad performances. Like. Just like since my freshman year, I was injured my freshman year, and at the time, I like I got the freshman record, mm-hmm. and then after that, it was all kind of like downhill. Um, so, I've had my fair share of bad performances, and I can say like I've handled it well sometimes, and I've handled it poorly. So, like I've seen both sides of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think frustration is a fairly normal reaction to have. Mm-hmm. Um, like you work hard, of course, you want to do well. Um but the more that i like trust in the lord the more the less it's become transactional less it's become like i've worked this hard therefore i should perform well right and the more it's become more of like an overflow of my gratitude and just like an act of worship like the lord has given me this like i let me give it back to him by stewarding it well and like trusting him with the results okay. so like no matter what no matter what the result of it is just like that doesn't affect my obedience and then the last thing I'd say is that like I also believe that it's more important and it's more of a testament to God's goodness in my life when I can react well when I don't do well. Like mm. Everyone's gonna be happy when you do well. Right. Like like that's a normal human reaction. But there is people will notice when you you can react differently when things don't go well. Mm-hmm. Um when you can have a joy that transcends your circumstance.
0: Okay. Wow. That's such good answers, right? So just being able to just I think another realization, too, is just, like, as an athlete, like, a lot of people are looking at you, like, whether you think or not. And so I like how you said just, like, having that correct reaction and just to be able to have people say, like, wow, like, how is she still, you know, in a good mood or still glorifying God through a, a bad performance? So I love that, right? Um, so obviously we have strong faith. Um, so how would you say, like, Javelin and, like, God, like, goes together, right? Like, how is how important is that for you and, like, how much you lean on God for, for Javelin? Like, talk a little bit about that.
1: Right. So Javelin in itself, um, it's a very technical event. It's a lot of mm-hmm. the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm the type of person who likes variety. Like, yeah. I get bored. Right. Um, so it's really been just, like, like, a process for me of, like, trusting God daily and, like, having him when I'm not motivated, when I'm not all there mentally, mm-hmm. to be my strength. Um, and that's been something really cool to see. And, like, Javelin in itself – like, honestly, now is not as fun to me, like, as really? it was in the beginning. Like, I, I'm i older now. I got all these aches and pains, you yeah, know? Yeah, I got yeah. my post-surgery. Like, it, it's not as naturally enjoyable as it once was.
0: Mm-hmm. But I can
1: say that through Javelin, like, it's played such a role in my testimony. Like, my testimony would not be what it is, and my faith and my mm-hmm. trust in the Lord would not be as strong as it is right now. And it's also provided, like, such a great community.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Just Javelin, like, God turning, like, a skill and a gift if you have in Javelin, just being able for the good, like, blessings, communities, and, and growth, and I love that, right? Um, so I have another question, just basically, like, as an athlete, right, like, what do you say is, like, the biggest challenges that athletes face today, like, being in the sports world that you would say?
1: I'd say, like, athletes just in general. This is brought up a lot in the Christian athlete world, but just in general, I'd mm-hmm. say identity is, mm-hmm. like, a big thing. Um, this goes for, like, all athletes, especially Division One athletes, like, are coming in they were the big dogs in high school you know like mm-hmm. of course there's a, like they were pr- probably praised their whole life for being right. good at whatever sport they're they're in right um and then you start to put your hope in that you start to put your hope in my own athletic ability instead of um, your hope being in the one who is like eternal and never failing um and knowing that your purpose is to magnify and reflect him so like when those weak foundations are shaken like your true affections are shown and that's something like that I could speak on because I have experience. Like my my injury kind of brought out that in me. Like if this is affecting me so deeply, mm-hmm. like if javelin were like that, like if I didn't have it anymore, like where where would I be? Mm-hmm. You know, like wow. would, would God be enough? Could I still mm-hmm. trust in Him?
0: Yeah, I I think that's a great point you put up. Um, just like especially coming from high school and going to a Division One school, like you already have that chip on your shoulder. Just like okay, I'm a dog. Like I'm gonna come mm-hmm. in here and perform and. And I think it's different for some people when you meet the other dogs that are not only just freshmen but are veterans on the team, right? And it's just like you got to prove yourself. And then all of a sudden when you find out that there's dudes like are really like that, like now it's just like, dang, like it's demotivating. I don't want to do this no more. So it just comes back full circle. I think it's a a theme that I've just seen on this podcast lately where just everybody has realized that the identity is not in their sport, right? Right. Like their identity is in Christ and no matter, you know, the performance or – Whatever happens, like there's something bigger and better than this, right? Mm-hmm. So I love that. And I love how you broke that down. Um, just I would say lastly, just kinda just to close things off, like if you could just give any like last advice to the people like listening, not only just for tracking field people, um, but just for regular people out there, like what would you say? Something that stuck with you, right? And that took you to this point that just got you there, that you would say?
1: I'd say uh, a verse that I've been meditating on lately, just because mm-hmm. I've been going through just kind of a, a rougher time mentally. A verse that my sister gave me. Shout out Maddie, by the way. Mm-hmm. The second Corinthians. Shout out Maddie for real. <laughs> yeah, shout out Maddie for real. Second Corinthians uh, chapter three, uh, verse four and five. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything is coming from us, but our sufficiency is uh, from God. And like I, I was in the state where I was like feeling like I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. And like all of my stock was in myself, and like how am I ever going to be good enough? I can't measure up to the people around me, and just like I've kind of fallen into this comparison as well. So my last piece of advice would be to to trust that God is sufficient, that mm-hmm. He is enough. Put your trust in Him because He can't be trusted. He is faithful.
0: Yeah, actually, hello. I want to well, go back to that and just flip that. Like for you, like when did you realize like thing like my identity is literally in this sport like what time in your career liberty did you realize that i need to make that switch to just be like this is for god now like when, w- when did that look like
1: yeah that's gonna be through injury and so i injured i got it tore my ucl which is a ligament in your elbow mm-hmm. um, so that took me out for the rest of the, that season my first year mm-hmm. um and at the end of that year my kidney started failing i need kidney surgery wow kidney surgery pushback elbow surgery mm-hmm. and the surgery um elbow surgery recovery is really lengthy, right? Right. So, like, that just pushed back the recovery period. Mm -hmm. And then, like, during all that, the hardest – my my hardest day in the hospital when my kidney was failing, I was like, okay, like, my coach is having a Zoom call with all of us. This is going to be good, like, for me to de-stress. So, like, set up my room so it didn't look like a hospital room. I got all all prepped, put on my Zoom screen. Mm -hmm. And my coach is like, you know, shout out Coach Anderson. He's, like, the toughest guy ever. He, like, breaks down. And he's like, guys, like, I got to be there for my family. I got to leave. And, like, I, I love this guy, and um, I really wanted to impress him. So um, the fact that he was leaving really got me. So then, like, it, it became, okay, like, I don't have my physical health. Mm-hmm. I, I no longer have the ability to throw well. Mm-hmm. And I no, no longer have the guy that, like, uh, I want his approval the most kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. What do I have? And in that time, like, I, I dove into I dove into the Word. And, like, even through that, I remember, like, doubting. And it's like, oh, okay, like, this is something I really got to work out in my faith mm-hmm. that, like there's only one person I need approval of, and that's the Lord.
0: Right. Okay. Wow. That's I mean that's that's, that's kind of why I do this, right? Just to hear like the stories and just like how people not almost like a transformation, but just like how the mindset switched, right? So I really like that. Um, but thank you again, Callie. Big shout out to Callie man for coming on here and just giving her story and her spell and great words. I took something from it that I could use for myself. Um, but I just want to thank everybody for listening and I'll catch y'all next time.
1: Thank you.